Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Man, I'm excited. I was excited yesterday. I'm excited today. Still have my friend Ken Everson with me. So we we learned some things about Ken yesterday. Raised by musical people. You know, his whole family's musical. He married, he chased down a woman to Denver who's a <laughs> piano player and a singer. And I don't mean chase in a non-biblical way. I mean in a biblical <laughs> way. Hey, you want to impress a young lady and her parents? You just kind of move out there and do what you got to do. Uh, yeah. Be part of a church, and I mean, is mm-hmm. that is that kind of how it happened out so, there? Yeah, how it happened was um, I, at school at, at North, and I went to North and International University, but yeah. before that was Northam Baptist Bible College. Yeah, um, I, uh, I had I'd kind of gotten off track a little bit. wasn't really focused on what yeah. it should have been, and I, I I told the Lord, I said, you know what, Lord, I. I I'm not going to think about girls right now. You know, <laughs> I need to, I need to focus. So I said for the rest wow. of this year, well, I don't know if it was the rest of the semester. I said, I'm not going to, not going to give that any other thought. I need to kind of refocus. Yeah. Get on what's important. And, um, my dad had graduated and got his doctorate that year. Wow. And so his mom, uh, my grandmother was there. And, uh, uh so we had all the family was there for, for graduation and graduation day. Ruth Ann is there. Praise she God. is already pre-approved by mom and dad because she worked in the music office with them. They love her to death. Yeah. Mom joked about all the time. I wish I had a son that I, that I could marry you. And we're, we're sitting there in the rec hall and one by one, my brothers are talking to her, you know, uh, cause she was there for, uh, for the reception with dad and, and, uh, and they came over and just said, you know, she's, she's, Good girl, man. Like she's musical. She plays the piano. She's got a little bit of Latina blood in her, just like us. Hey, man. <laughs> like, and, and even my youngest brother Peter, who hated every single girl I'd ever had an interest in, and said she's not too bad. Wow, <laughs> that woke me up. Wow. And the next two weeks, she was traveling for the school. She was part of a ministry team, played the piano. The next two weeks, she was there uh, before they went out. Just came and hung out over at the house, with mom and dad and the family, and. I, I say this and I'm completely honest at the end of those two weeks, I was like, I, I think I want to marry her. Mm. So it, it was about three years worth of dating and stuff. Long, mostly long distance. Cause she was in Denver. It was like 75% with long distance. But, um, and we, we went through our ups and downs and I say I did, she was rock steady. Um, she'd just been such a blessing brother. And, and, yeah. and, uh, just really a rock here, an earthly rock for. Well, I can't, I can't wait to meet Ruth Ann. And so, you know, we start every day with a word of the day and I've been excited about this opportunity with Ken. So just to give you a heads up, I had a a dear friend, a personal assistant in town here. She was staying with Debbie and I, family friend, and she was helping me out. So her along with uh, Debbie and I went to, went down to Greenville and had a great meeting uh, with brother Ken at his new studio. So those of you who are cutting albums, wanting to do an audio book, 
and things of that nature, you want to make sure you hook up with Ken and, um, and we can, we can help you with that. We'll go ahead and post a, a picture of his business card, uh, on our website on helpful wounded spirits. So you'll be able to get a hold of him if there's something you want to do there. But so every day, but, but we were impressed just getting to know you. And it was kind of fun going down to Patch's old studio there yeah, in office and yeah. things like that. And I, I had known Gary Emery who had worked down there uh-huh, for a while yep, yep. and, uh, got to know Gary for a while. And, and so he's a legend, man. I mean, he, yeah, he has got quite a heritage of people that he's worked with and oh he does and yeah. i remember him a long time ago when uh, i was just a little little guy up at northland i wasn't even going to school there yet but i used to hang out in the recording studio and he'd come yeah. up there to produce some things and i think he actually built the studio there as well and uh mm. yeah just it, really cool I, i've been infatuated with sound as long as i could breathe i mean yeah it, it matters you know i think one of the weird things ken uh, ken said to me uh gary said to me, I'm all right. See, again, <laughs> they tell you that smoking pot doesn't do anything to your brain. I'm here to tell you right now. It's been decades, all right? Boy. And uh, it's, it's still hanging there. But anyway, Gary said to me, he said, man, he said, you talk pretty great, but you can't sing a lick. And so it could. So that's four out of four. Four out of four people I four. know. Wow. Four out of four. But we're working, you know, maybe there's hope with your mom. I don't know. You know, <laughs> maybe there's hope to, to reach down in here. Um, Give you some lessons. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's got to be something. There's got to, you know, there has to be people you hear the story of uh, that, mm. you know, this guy couldn't sing at all and he came out of there. I mean, there. I think the way she describes it is, is that um, it's not like everybody can be the best singer in the world, but everybody can improve. And whether your improve is, you from, know, folks, the you know, most, one to two, the, the most diplomatic answer of all. <laughs> his mom, his mom's already got this programmed within him. To, so I want you to know that everybody can improve. But see, here's my problem. So I went to a lady over here. She's a gave me a singing lesson, and she had me do a verse. And she's like, you know, line at four and five were the best lines ever, man. You got this. Uh, you got this nice bass sneaking in there, and it, it's just comfortable but what happened to lines one through three and, and, and six on and i said you're my voice teacher then the pandemic came so it all ended right there but that's a true story she said to me she said now here's the problem four and five are great why can't we sing everything else like that and i said ma'am you're my teacher you know even though we're on lesson one you've got to bring four and five alive you know it's got to become part of who i am but uh, so ken and i a minute ago we're just talking i told him i think we go from hurt yesterday to happiness we mm. we stay in the h's now the god of hope fill you with joy peace and believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost, blesses the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scornful, but his delight is in the Lord of Lords. So our joy, our happiness, and and sometimes we don't get this right. You know, we're looking for joy in our kids. We're looking for joy in our careers. We're looking for joy in our ministry. We're looking for joy in all the wrong places. That's just the reality of it. I know I've been there. Mm. And then God says, it's not about all that. Yeah. It's about a relationship with me. It's about trusting me. And, and, and again, mentioning that there's so many of us that are, you know, with PTSD, we, our emotions are all over the place. You yeah. know, we can, we can, we can turn from A to B. We can switch on and off in a second. I've been saying this for three years and it hasn't changed in my life other than I have control of my emotions. Now God has taken, but I meet so many people who can switch from A to B uh, on to off, yeah. you know, and things of that nature. So I guess my thing to back at you, Ken, and my statement to those of you listening is, listen, happiness, joy, whatever you want to call it, it's from God. 
Yeah. And uh, how do we regulate that? I mean, Ken, in your life, how do we tell these folks uh, to find that happiness? I, and I had a question that popped in my mind when you when you mentioned this subject because, uh, you know, I, and this is half a half a question, half just some meditation for me is that I come back to is joy is happiness. Is it a reaction or is it an action? Does it come after or does it, you have to make the choice to do it? And I think it's both. I think it's both, but I think it starts, like you say, it's a choice. Yep. Yep. And I think, I think that's something that when we're, when we're down in the world, we, we, we kind of see the example of, of uh, just be happy, you know, and, and love yourself and you come first. And, and if you're not happy, then it's not worth anything. You know, it's like, well, that there's so there, it, there's a deeper level to it, and when the Bible describes it, that it the happiness and the joy comes from God, that is such a, a deep conviction with me because yeah. uh, personality wise, um, I'm a introverted. Um, I am very introverted. I am, I, you know, you could put me in a dark room, lock the door and I'd be happy <laughs> for, yeah. for hours and hours. And, That's folk, I, and folks, <laughs> I got to tell you, I really didn't pick up on that. Weekend. I didn't, I didn't like rate him as this crazy extrovert. I didn't do a Myers Briggs <laughs> test on him to be my friend or anything like that. But I, I know this It's something you said is really important here. So I'm pro joy choice. Mm. And uh, exactly what I you like said. That. So like it that. needs to. We need to be pro joy. We need to. We need to plug into it. Mm-hmm. We need to. And, and those of us, you know. So I'm this total empath. Mm-hmm. And I know you've been listening to this podcast for a while, so you hear that Stephanie's empath. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in our lives are empaths. Uh, by nature, I think of, you know, the PTSD and stuff like that. We show a lot of empathy for folks and, uh, you know, we can turn on our tears and cry. My wife has Mm. a little bit of cerebral, which really helps me probably the nurse training that's in her life or whatever like that. But thinking of all this, so you're trying to plug into joy and, um, you just, you just made a good point. You know, this isn't magic. No, you know, there's nobody behind the scenes pulling the curtains and stuff. It's an actual Paul said he had to die daily of the things of this world. Mm -hmm. And so I guess we would have to write die daily of the depression things or the opposite of joy, I guess would be unhappiness Mm -hmm. uh, and things of that nature. So I guess, I mean, how would you state that Ken? I mean, what do we, how does a day start for somebody who's really caught up in emotion? Somebody who's really caught up looking for joy. Yeah. So when I guess something that I have to fight daily, when you, 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 you reminded me of that, when you, you're, you're putting on the new man and the old man's going away, but it's constantly there. It's not like it's gone. Yeah. And, and those emotions of, of, of hurt, like you talked about yesterday, uh, can be there. They can linger and to, to, to stand up and go about your day is a choice. Um, got to get up. You got to pray. You got to take that walk. You got to take that time to separate yourself from your emotions. And sometimes, uh, you know, it talks about the Holy Spirit communicating our groanings. Yeah, yeah. To God, to, to communicating when we can't even understand what's going on and those emotions are just all tussled up inside. We can uh, just, oh, just be quiet and be still and know that he's God. Hanging on that wall right there is is that verse saying that, looking at a still lake, I think, up there by Bemidji, Minnesota. Uh, Probably probably where we're going to be when you guys are listening to this. But uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and run and let the radios do what they got to do because I want to keep on going about being still, seeking joy from God. I I like all this, but we're right up against our time, so let us go ahead and throw this back over to the stations. We'll be right back. 
Well, folks, we're back with you. And so I, I was just thinking about that. You know, joy doesn't necessarily mean big crowd is what you're saying. Joy doesn't yeah. necessarily mean I have to be around 20 of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Joy can mean I'm, I'm in my prayer room. I'm in my office. I'm in my car. And I'm going to plug into God. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes I think too is that, um, so I just, I posted a picture, uh, a picture on Facebook of just one of the most special moments ever. Uh, my, my, my second born Lucia, she just turned one. She's adorable. She's walking around. She has this thing now where she puts her hands out and, you know, just opens and closes them. And that means she wants a hug. She wants to be picked up. She wants to be held. If we're laying there on the bed, it's bedtime. And you do that, she'll go get a book and she'll come over and just snuggle herself right there. Yeah. And then hold this book up when she wants to read it. And to me, whoo, that's joy. That is joy. I get get teared up just thinking about it. Well, it's a gift from God to do those things. So so we we know that Ken's a singer. We know that he's got this tenor thing going on. Maybe a little (laughs) bit of, I heard a little bit of range. I think we got to throw him another verse here. Give him a a chance. I'm going to let him think about that for a minute. But I want to cover something he just said. Uh, Where's our joy? You know, where do we find our joy? Where do we plug into our joy? And and folks, I think the answer is right in the Bible. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of thine heart. And when we delight ourselves in God, he is the desires of our heart. And those things that he gives us, that he lets us be part of, that community, this is a community. I mean, Ken and I didn't become uh, buds automatically because I happened to walk into his office. You know, I preached at his church. He was actually out of town that week, but I... He gave me a call. I ran by to see him, and uh, we're a community. We're a community of believers. We we believe in God. We trust in God. We move forward, and and uh, I think, friends, that's what this is all about. That's what this whole living with PTSD, living, you know, we live with this hurt. We live, uh, Ken, you know, there's people out there who've been hurt, you know, mm, marriages yeah. broken upside down, relationships, people, uh, you name it. It's out there. The unfaithfulness, the alcoholism, the craziness, the drug abuse, the sexual abuse, the military sexual trauma. I could go one word after another and it just evokes emotions to the people listening to me. And I just want you to know something that God loves you all so much that he died for you. And God loves you all so much that he inspired his word before any of us were born to give us those healing words that change us. And we're going to throw it at Kenny. I think he's found a verse of a song. He seems to be smiling over there now. And a few minutes ago, he had a look of concern on his face. Like, do I order the chicken or do I go with the roast beef kind of look? But what do you got for us, Ken? So th- this is a song I sang with the Calvary Quartet that um, was written by the Chavers over at the Logos Theater. Yeah. Um, it's called Not Alone. I'm going to try to remember it and try to get it through, uh, through the first verse here. All right. All right. <clears throat> I pass so many people as I go from day to day. I pass so many people as I journey on life's way, and I wonder, am I all alone? Is this how life should be? Then I hear my Savior whisper, take your cross and follow me. I'm not alone, my Savior walks beside me, he holds my hand and drives away my tears, when no one cares, 
His loving arms surround me with his grace. And then I know, I know I'm not alone. Praise the Lord. What a song. You know, Brother Chavers went to heaven here, I think, last mm-hmm. year. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a just a great man. I, I loved that. We've only been over there once, but I just love watching her shows. They actually traveled out to our church when we yeah. lived in Virginia. Yeah. And uh, we really enjoyed that. But no more than maybe 15 <clears throat> minutes from here, they actually have their their little room. I don't know, studio or what you would call that. Uh, yeah, they have a theater. Hall, a full theater. theater. Yeah, and there you go. Classes, and it's quite a production over there. It is. It is. and Figuratively and, and literally. <laughs> you know, I and I there's there's not much I can offer those folks over there other, <laughs> other than go over and encourage them. But I was thinking about Ecclesiastes 3. I actually uh, belted it up while he was singing there. I know there is no good in them for a man to rejoice and to do good in his life. And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of his labor. It is a gift of God. So joy for all of us, for everybody listening today, is a gift of God. But it's one of those, you know, it's almost, I'm thinking, Ken, as I was looking at that, and as you were singing this, Ecclesiastes is a big book when we deal with PTSD, 717. Mm. Why shouldst thou go before their time? You know, hitting all those different things. And But, but I was just thinking as, as you were singing and, and different things like that, God gives us gifts, and it's like we we open the gift of salvation. It's a free gift, but we don't get that gift unless we open it, unless yeah. we speak mm-hmm. it with our mouth and believe it with our heart. I mean, we're 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 jumping in. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we want that gift, but I think what we forget, and, and I was thinking about it when you were doing this song. I don't know why, because you know, talking about the cross and stuff. But there's so much more that God gives us. Mm. There's more than that. Yeah, you know, and there's more of that that we can open up daily too yeah just promise after promise after promise uh just uh, you know i'll never leave you i'll never forsake you you can't be plucked out of my father's hand just so much that is 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 it's so rich and that's why uh, i was talking i can't remember who i was talking to i was talking to somebody about this but god doesn't need time we do the existence of time is for us because we can't fathom god's goodness yeah it's gonna take a lifetime for us to just start breaching the surface and then eternity after that to understand God's love and his eternal gifts to us. Just, just that fact of salvation is enough, but yet going past that and letting us interact with other people to, to impact other people, to bring other people to him, to experience that joy is a gift in of itself. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I like that. I I like the idea that every single day of every single week of every single month of every single year, God's new, he's fresh Mm -hmm. and, and and we can open those things up. We can open those gifts. We can open those boxes. So, so, I mean, you go out and you're doing these gospel things and I know I, you know, I, I got to warn you, Ken. So I suffer from ADHD, uh, OCD and D-U-M-B. So if I jump all over, yeah, it stands for dumb. But anyway, so you're out in these, these concerts, uh, yeah. doing these shows, which are wonderful. Uh, I love gospel music and, and, uh, and great songs. I mean, just beautiful music and people, um, they, they almost, how do you, this is the thing. So I want to say this. So I warned you up front that it was going to be hard. How I asked this question. Okay. People come in and they hear the music. Yeah. And if we're not careful, and I know your music's not this way, but I want you to help overall looking at the music sure. picture. 
they almost want to plug into the musicians or the performers or uh-huh. how does a musician, how does someone say, no, it's not us. How do you point to God? How does that happen? Oh boy, brother. I'd say you, you have to live what you're singing. Um, I think one of the biggest things about somebody where you get infatuated with a person is because the person is talking about themselves. You can see that they're promoting themselves, but, and, and maybe they're not even doing it on purpose. Somebody can have such an enormous talent that it's they're, they're getting in the way, perhaps, yeah, of of people seeing God. Um, but for us with the group, um, we we loved serving with the people. Yeah, we 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 didn't come in to to blow in, blow up, and blow out as some evangelists say <laughs> they do. Um, uh, we would come in and be able to sit through the messages, come and stay with the week, talk to the talk to the people, listen to what they have to say. And, you know, cause that, that, it wasn't a money maker. Yeah. Mean, you can ask Terry, you can ask anybody. Oh, no, no. Thing. So you're not in this for so, the money. So <laughs> Stephanie's CDs over here, you know, you get three cents the first time someone listens to a song yeah. and like 1.6 cents. And so after a year of this second one, we may have enough money to add music to it and stuff. So, <laughs> so no one's making any money. Right. Right. And, 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 but then also people will be able to see how you sing it, I think, too, is a big part of it. Yeah. They can tell if you're bored with it. Because we've sang those songs, like, so many times. But every time you're going in, and and the other side is the minister, the person ministering to the people being ministered to. That's something we have to remember is that, yeah, it, it, it is a performance. You've practiced. You've prepared. You've done this. You've traveled. You're there, and people are ready. And it's going to be fresh for them. How do I communicate when I'm singing that this is God's goodness um, you know, you just focus on that message and communicate it the best way you know how. And music is such a beautiful way of doing that. Yeah. Um, it's 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 pretty raw and it's pretty open when you're you know that's why people are so embarrassed to sing. I think yeah. because it's such an open, raw, uh, vulnerable is the word I'm looking for. Oh, you're all out yeah, there, man. Absolutely. You're all out there, and 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 you know I'm one of these guys who's willing. That that's why. You know, that's why I went through, I could tell you the whole story, but I, I'm not going to do it. But that's why I went through the, the hurt that I went through about my voice. And, uh, but I'm not, I'm not going to pick anybody. But, you know, here we are up against the time again. But uh, it's raw. It's real. It's God. You, you, you live what you sing. Uh, you know, one of the hardest things, that, I like what you said, uh, one of the hardest things I had to deal with is years ago, I went to a Christian concert or something and, you know, seeing the guys belting down the beers and stuff, you know, oh, before wow. the yeah. show. And, uh, um, and you know, I got to tell you, folks, uh, Ken lives uh, lives what he's speaking, lives what he's preaching, lives what he's singing. And that's where we need to find ourselves. So if there's any lesson out of this happiness today, if there's any lesson, you know, it, it doesn't matter how emotional we are. We, we've still got to think things out, go to God and plug into God for our happiness. Mm. We, we really, you know, and I know we've been saying this and almost preaching it on this podcast coming up on three years. Wow, yeah. And the reason we're doing that is because God keeps on reminding us to do this, but we sure do love you folks. And, uh, you know, if there's anything we can do for you again, out on helpful wounded spirits, Facebook page, Doug at wounded spirits.com. Uh, if you've heard something in here and you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, in just a minute, just a minute, brother Eric's going to go ahead and share that with you. Make sure you listen to every word and, uh, you know, listen, as you go out today, we're that smile that only God can give you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.